You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded Podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you can grow your business, get more clients, get the visibility that you seek, and monetize on social media. And today, I am very excited because I am talking to Katie, and we are going to be talking all about personal branding and why it is so important to have a personal brand in 2022. We have to be honest with ourselves. We're in a different age and there are just things that we can definitely be doing more of to help benefit us. And building a personal brand is one of those things. So thank you so much, Katie, for joining the Social Media Decoded podcast. I'm so excited to have you. So excited to connect with you, Michelle. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on the show. So if you can give us a little bit of background about how you got started in social media, marketing, and what it is is that you do for you and your business. Michelle, I am a big believer in doing things that you quote unquote have no business doing, but at the same time have every business doing. And I have applied that kind of lens to my entire career, which has been primarily as an entrepreneur. I've started several different businesses over the past decade, and I learned so much from every single different idea that I would try. Everything from an event management company to a subscription box company to youth camps it, and, and a girl empowerment program and uh, really social mission led business. So I've, I've tried a lot of things. I believe that if you're passionate about something, even if you don't necessarily have the educational qualifications or, you know, the experience, I think you can learn quite a bit uh, by being a quick learner and a good connector with people as well as also looking for opportunities to solve problems. And I think sometimes, you know, um, it's easy to say, oh, there's problems in the world that I can't solve because I'm not experienced enough or I don't know. But I, I look at the world and I look at problems as what can I do? What is something that I could do to help make this situation better? And that tends to lend itself really well to entrepreneurship because essentially you're solving problems that are adding value for your customers and your clients. So along the way, Michelle, I learned the importance of building your own personal brand. And that's where the social media uh, sort of uh, experience came to be. It was learning that if I can build a uh, portfolio for myself, if I can help um, tell the stories that I want to tell, it's only going to advance the opportunities that might be possible for me and for my business. Oh, I love how you said that. And that's so amazing that you've had a numerous amount of business, a subscription box. I really love that. Events, that's amazing. So definitely it's so great to hear from someone who has experience in many different types of industries and running many different types of businesses. So this is why we have all of the amazing experts here on the Social Media Decoded Podcast. So I hope that everyone has their pens and papers ready because Katie is definitely going to drop some gems about building personal brands. And I want to say in 2022, it's like what we should be doing, right? So let's get into it and talk about why is having a personal brand in 2022 so important? 
personal brands are essential whether you are looking to climb the corporate ladder or whether you're looking to start a business. Um, you, Your personal brand is what opens doors for you in many ways before you even get to knocking on them. And what I mean by that is we are living in a time where everything needs to have backup proof and people are able to search you online and get a quick history of you very, very quickly. You know, it's not enough now when you send someone a bio to just have no hyperlinks. They want hyperlinks. <laughs> they want to see examples of the, the, um, achievements that you're talking about, examples of the work that you've done. And so really by building a personal brand, what you're doing is you're consciously curating the various aspects of how you want to show up in the world professionally. It definitely lends itself to some personal stuff too, don't get me wrong. But when we're talking about a professional personal brand, it's basically making it so that if if I'm searching you, Michelle, before we go on today's podcast recording, which I did, I get to see all the amazing stuff that you're doing. You're building your podcast, you've got your business website, your social influencer, like I get to see all of these touch points of Michelle, which helps give me a lot of information about you before we even meet and before we even connect. And that is what people are doing in any networking situation. That's what they're doing when they're interviewing you for a job. That's what they're doing when they're recommending you to someone. It's, they're looking at your background, looking for the social proof, and they're looking to put that together to kind of help add credibility to who you are. I love that. And I'm glad that you researched me because that's definitely important. It's important, right? I think that we don't necessarily think about it if we're going to get a job and it's like, oh, are they going to look at my social media? Are they going to look at my background on online? But yes, they are. And so if you want to be an influencer or if you are, you know, you work for an amazing attorney and that's like what your job is and you want to create social media and a personal brand, you can do it. We don't have to limit ourselves to just like a box. I think when it comes to building a personal brand, we can definitely expand that. And I know firsthand how beneficial it is, especially with networking, right? When you Google someone and you've seen that they've done, like you said, this and this and this, and then you get to network with people and continue to build your network, you can find so many people that you may not have even known about. So building your personal brand has just, I think, it's a wide range of opportunities. It's not just stuck to social media. I want people to know that too. It's it's your your resume. It's your personal resume that just so happens to be online, right? That people can go to and see. So I'm glad that you said it said it like that. So you said you talked about credibility. And this is huge because the first thing people do, they're gonna go to Google, they're gonna go to your testimonials. If you have products, if you have services, they're going to do that. So how do we use our personal brand to build credibility? on social media, but also beyond that. Yes, I think honestly, your social media is almost like a couple steps down the line in your personal branding process. And I think it's important because a lot of people automatically want to start there. But there's some prep work that you need to do to really maximize how you're going to show up on social. And I think it would actually be helpful if I dive into, you know, five things and five steps that I would recommend for building your personal brand, because one of them ties into social media, but I do think you need to do the appropriate prep work to really maximize that. So the first thing that you should ask yourself when you're thinking about how do I craft 
and, 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 you know, adjust and build my personal brand, the first thing you should ask yourself is where do I best add value from a professional standpoint? Where are the areas where I might be able to serve with my unique skill set, with my background, with my talents? And I also want to just point out for everybody that this can be fluid. There are times in your life where you might be serving one community, and there are times in your life where that might evolve and look a little bit different. I'm a, I'm a shining example of that because, like I said, I've started several different businesses. So I've, you know, tried to reach different audiences and had some success with some and didn't have some success with others. But where I am right now, I now see as like a culmination of all of those different experiences that led here. Yeah, okay, the subscription box wasn't a success. But I learned a lot throughout my journey leading to that point of how to attract media attention, how to build a speaking career, um, you know, how to network and build on those relationships. And that's what's led to me starting my PR agency, the Mic Drop Agency, which has just been in operation since November. And we're, you know, rapidly growing and expanding. So where I'm adding value today is different from where I thought that I was best adding value before. But it's just because I've been learning and listening to where I actually am adding value. Like, what are people actually excited about? Where am I solving problems for people that they're willing to pay for? And just kind of adjusting the service offerings over a course of time so that I I providing something that's of value. So that's the first thing. And if you're not at the point, or if you're not an entrepreneur, and you're just kind of thinking like you, you look at your educational background, but don't be limited there. Look at also like some of the experiences that you've had. Where have you really um, made a mark? Where have you really stood out? What are the things that people praise you for? Listen to the feedback that you get from your professional development sessions and um, meetings. What are the things that people recognize about you that's really unique to you? Those are some of the hints as to where you add value. So you start to think about, okay, how do I want to position myself? How how do I want to show up? Where can I add value? Now, with that in mind, you can then go to number two, which is summarizing your expertise. So this is where um, you want to be bold about sharing your achievements, your accomplishments, and what you can add um, to the world. And I think that you know, this is harder for some people than others. I know marginalized groups in particular can really struggle with trying to, you know, um, almost find the confidence and courage to say like, hey, yeah, like I'm really good at this. But that's really step number two is now that you know sort of the way that you're going to add value and who you're targeting with the value that you're going to add, now you want to craft your experiences to sort of speak to that. So using myself as an example, I am now working with clients, businesses and high profile individuals and helping get them media opportunities, speaking opportunities, helping build their brand. I want to make sure that in my own background, in my own bio, in any of my social media touch points, I'm proving that I am the right person to do that for others. So that's where I'll post clips of say my TEDx talks or clips of interviews that I've done, because all of that is helping to showcase how I am qualified, uniquely qualified to help my clients achieve this. So whatever industry, whatever field, whichever way you're going, you want to kind of start gathering together that social proof and crafting your bio everybody needs a bio. It's not just for, you know, famous people, you need to think about yourself 
in terms of how you're packaging yourself to the world, that bio goes on your LinkedIn page, you know, it becomes part of how you craft the narrative around yourself on your social pages, as well as on your resume. So that was number two. Number three is update your social channels, your social channels and your, you know, if you have a personal website, okay, if you don't yet, um, but your social channels are really the next place. But do you see how we've done two things before that? We've identified where you're adding value. Then we've summarized your expertise so that you're thinking, okay, like how can I show credibility for the areas that I want to be known for? Then you update your social channels. Then you craft the Instagram bio. Then you do your LinkedIn profile. And by the way, LinkedIn, in my opinion, is one of the most underutilized social networks. I know a lot of millennials in particular, like Instagram sexy, right? TikTok sexy, but LinkedIn is really sexy. You just got to get to know it. (laughs) Um, And uh, the best way to like maximize LinkedIn, it's the best place to add social proof. You can put like an experience that you've had or a job that you've had, and you can add links to articles and to, to videos and a bunch of different things to help add some real social proof. You can update your whole bio. Like when people click on your LinkedIn profile, Michelle, that is a unique opportunity to really make a connection with someone and then go, wow, I'd really like to work with this person. I'd really like to hire this person. I'd really like to meet with this person. And that is the ultimate goal. And if you've done one and two well, um, you'll be able to like put those keywords and position yourself in such a way where you're going to attract the right kind of people. Number four, content Um, start developing content that reinforces your personal brand. So now that you've got your pages and they're good landing pages, if anybody were to go on your your social media, they'd get a sense of who you are pretty quickly. You now want to be posting relevant content that's going to help reinforce those messages further. That's where you can start to look at, okay, maybe I could be offering, if you're a business, for instance, maybe I could be offering some helpful tips to my community that that might benefit them with what they're they're looking to do. Um, if you were just looking to kind of build your own professional brand for a job, like I mean, on LinkedIn, don't be afraid to talk about some of your work achievements and highlights. And I know that people are so shy to do this. But one, it is good for the company that you're working for, like you're posting about them, you're an engaged employee who's like excited to talk about the charity fundraiser that you're doing you know, at the job, like whatever it might be. And at the same time, you're opening up your network to say, wow, you know, this person's really got it going on. They're doing some cool stuff. They're going above and beyond. So that content just kind of reinforces. It's now going to help open up doors where people are going to come look at your social pages, which is what you want. And then it leads them to like funnel in to say, yeah, wow, this person's got the credibility. I'm going to reach out and I want to book a meeting with them. I want to get to know them better. And then the fifth and final step for kind of building your personal brand is the amplification. So once you have all of those things in line, now you could start to look at PR opportunities. And I'll just say, I know I run a PR agency, but um, when you're starting out, and even if you're not in the entrepreneurship route, and you're just kind of working up the corporate ladder, I mean, public relations doesn't have to be this big sort of scary thing. It's really just about how do I amplify the messages that I want with the audience that I'm looking to reach. And I've 
learn to do that myself. I think when you're just getting started, you should be scrappy about it. You reach out for potential interview opportunities on on maybe a podcast or on a blog or just even starting your network, right? Are there people that you know where you could maybe speak at one of their events? Like you get started. A PR agency, if that's your goal and you're looking to grow, can really help you amplify to the next level. But that doesn't have to be right at the beginning. So how can you amplify your message? And I want to say on this, the last thing that I want to say on this, which I think is so, so, so crucial, is that every time you meet someone is an opportunity to amplify your personal brand. It's not just the big interviews. When you meet and connect with someone and you get a chance to really like listen, add value, you know, offer ideas, offer connections, offer resources, those are reinforcing your personal brand in a really powerful way. One connection can make a huge uh, difference in your professional career. And you can do the same for them. Oh, my goodness. That everyone, I'm sure you had your pen and papers because and you took notes because what Katie just said was on point. And I want to go back to LinkedIn for a quick second. Because you're so right. So many opportunities. I got an opportunity from LinkedIn to speak at a university because they found my podcast, this podcast right here, the Social Media Decoded podcast. They found it. They did research on it and they tagged me on LinkedIn. I connected with the director of the small business program there. And now we've built a connection. So This is what Katie is saying, building that personal brand, no matter how long it takes, because I've been doing this 13 years. And so I started out, we all know, as a natural hair influencer who I worked for a brand, like you said, I'm going to talk about that too, worked for a brand, advocated for the brand, put myself out there because I was the social media and digital marketing manager for the brand. So use that to develop my personal brand even more, took it to another level. Now everyone knows me for that. I get referrals every day just because I work for this company. I told people and now I get referrals and a network from that. So just think about those things when you're building your personal brand, because it's it can it can help you. And so with the LinkedIn opportunity, you know, that's amazing because now I get to speak at, you know, the school and I've made connections with a professor just through LinkedIn. You never know what type of opportunities can come from the social platforms that you utilize and leverage. That's why I'm so glad you said at the end, the amplification. How are you going to even tell anyone about yourself? And I'm so glad that you said when you meet someone How can you give resources? How can you connect? You never know what opportunities are here. And so that was such a really great explanation. And I know everyone was taking notes. And if you got a specific note from Katie, we're going to tag us and we're going to share this in your story so that more people can know about the five steps on what you really need to build your personal brand. That was really good. You should have that as like a a lead magnet freebie or something because (laughs) they need to know that. (laughs) They need to know that. So there's so much competition. Let's be honest, right? If we're as, as an influencer, you work with influencers as well. It's a lot of competition. There's a lot of mommy influencers. There could be, you know, someone as myself. There's a lot of social media experts, a lot of PR experts, communication experts. How do we stand out from the crowd? How do we showcase that within our personal brands? It's a really good question. And it's true. And I think it's so easy to 
And we all have days where you kind of look around and you'll maybe see, wow, like there's so many other people like in my space or trying to do this, or you feel like maybe what you're bringing forward isn't original. And I think I would just challenge that. And if you're you're having one of those days, you're going through one of those stages where you're like, how do I really separate myself? I always think like the best thing to do is really like turn towards turn towards that first fundamental question that I mentioned, which is how how can I add value? How can I serve? And I think that lens always brings you back to what matters the most. You don't need a million followers to have a successful business. One. In fact, a lot of the really successful business owners that I work with don't have really any followers and don't have some of the social channels. So, you know, you don't need to have that. You you also don't need to have a million clients to have a successful business. It can be like a smaller roster of clients and, and, you know, pricing yourself at what is a fair amount, both for both ways for both parties, like that is, that is a good reminder that just because you're seeing maybe what looks like success in other people's worlds, don't let that influence how you're defining success for yourself. And so I always think that if you're coming to any interaction, and by the way, Michelle, I'm very passionate about, I don't think you, you, if you're being an authentic version of yourself, and yeah, your professional is, you know, a more cleaned up version of yourself, right? Like it's, it's definitely, you're, you're a little less uh, <laughs> loose with swearing or whatever it might be, right? Like, okay, it's a cleaned up version of yourself. But generally speaking, it should be you. It should be an authentic, slightly cleaned up version of who you are. And that should be who you are in any circumstance. Like, I remember, I remember when I was focusing on youth, and I was focusing on girl, um, girls in particular, and serving that community. Like, during that time, I was also working as a brand ambassador on the side to pay the bills. And like, I wouldn't take, um, I wouldn't take alcohol focused gigs. And I wouldn't take anything that was more like adult content focused, because I would share about what I was doing on my my social and that not because I, you know, wasn't over 19 and drinking alcohol, but because I'm in Canada, by the way, everybody <laughs> showing that out for the US audience. But but because I knew that that wouldn't have been like a good um, model to the audience that I was like trying to serve with the business I was building. So that's just one example of how I really just believe in like showing up authentically. And when you do that, and you're being genuine, and you're you're really caring about this audience that you're looking to serve and add value to that comes through, like that comes through in a really powerful way. When you're talking to someone, if you've ever been to a networking event, you can tell the people who are there to actually listen and engage and like really have a meaningful conversation versus the people who are there to like just get as many business cards as they can. And when you're talking to them, they're looking over your shoulder to see if there's somebody more exciting that they could go speak to. Like we all know how that feels. That is like the authenticity piece that you can't fake. And when you truly care about someone and you're truly like looking to make their lives better, that comes through in so many ways. And then if you're doing all those other things that we talked about, like building your own credibility, building your own um, expertise and telling your story well, that's just going to help resonate even more. Yes. No. Some gems again, we're dropped. This is why, this is why the Social Media Decoded podcast listeners, we have the top experts here to give you the tips that you can implement right now to see the results that you're seeking. So I'm so glad that you touched on all of that. I want to talk about 
a few do's and don'ts because we know there's some things, and I know you kind of touched on it a little bit there with the drinking, but what are some do's and don'ts that you would say, like when it comes to building your personal brand that you should do more of? And then what should we stay away from? Yes. Okay. I've tried to summarize these for you here, Michelle, because I I got lots, but uh, I got just a couple for each one. So for don't, I'm going to reinforce what I just said. My first don't is don't be inauthentic. That goes two ways, right? It means you shouldn't be trying to be someone else. You shouldn't be trying to change, you know, who you are in a way that's like, feels like a stretch for you. And very quick example on that, you know, you don't want to be just trying to talk about a keynote topic that you think sounds smart, if it's not within your wheelhouse of what you're, you know, an expert on, that's okay, we're not going to be an expert on everything. So speak to what you know, your unique experiences, your unique point of view, own that. Um, so the other don't is don't be constantly selling. It, it, you don't need to be hard selling in every single post that you're putting up on social media or when you meet someone in person. Instead, focus on that value piece. If someone finds value in what you're offering or in the ideas that you have, uh, or interested in that meaningful connection with you, the opportunities will come, like the, the opportunities for business and uh, career development will come. And yeah, there's definitely a point where you ask for the sale. Don't get me wrong. I'm all about selling, but you don't lead with that. And especially not in a way on like social media, just posting, it comes off, um, it comes off wrong. And, and I think you want to form that connection before you, you hit with the sale. The third don't is don't be fixated on only one idea. Don't don't allow yourself to get caught up with um, I'm only one thing or I can only be one thing. Because as I mentioned, I'm all about testing. You start with an idea. This is where I think I can add value. This is where I think makes sense for me. You start to test it. Social media is a great way to test that, right? You put up some posts, you create a reel, you have some content, a TikTok video. How's it performing? What's working well? What are the things that people are interested in and topics that are most interesting? All of that are like constant little tests, It's like little science experiments almost. And you get to see like what is working. And I recommend doubling down on what works and letting go of what doesn't. And if you continue to do that, you're going to find the niche, you're going to find the right angle for you. So don't be stuck on if you just start with an idea that doesn't necessarily mean that's going to be the final idea that you end up with. Start with something you have to start, but get that feedback, test it, and don't be afraid to change. My three do's, okay, my do's offer meaningful value. Don't have that mindset of like, I don't know, there's not enough pie for everybody. Have an abundance mindset. Just because I'm offering someone a connection in my network that I think is really going to help them doesn't mean I'm losing something. I am gaining something from that. And if you believe in this idea of like, you know, trying to do the best for others and, and you know, good comes back to you in that sense, um, it will come back to you in other ways. And I think we should act the way that we would want to be treated if we were on the other end of that. The second, the second piece is be consistent. So make sure that you're, um, when you have your idea and you're starting to test it out, you're showing up consistently in all of the various places where you'd like to. And even if you change and pivot that initial value prop, that's okay. Take people along the journey with you. Um, and I also mean be consistent in the sense of you should be the same person offline as you are online. Uh, there should not be a difference there. And that, is a quick noticeable thing. As soon as somebody meets you in person, those two things should sync. And the third do is look for ways to genuinely help other people. And that just kind of reinforces what I've been discussing already. 
at the end of the day, business is about transactions with people. It's it's about other people and how do we help and how do we serve? And so if you're looking for ways to do that, I mean, from a mentorship perspective, from just helping someone that you meet uh, at a networking event, whatever it might be, if you have that sort of mentality, it's going to lead to some really powerful connections and relationships that eventually help even in your in your professional journey. Oh, I love everything. But one thing you said there, who you are online, it should be who you are offline because that matters. And so that is the, that that's the sticker right there. Be who you are online, who you are offline, because people can tell. So I think as long as you're authentic in everything that you do, you will be a-okay. It's when you try to fit into a different mode, when you try to do something different that isn't what you would normally do. Or like you said, try to talk about topics that you don't really know what you're talking about. When you know what you're talking about, it will flow and everything will be okay. So I'm so glad that you said all of that. This has been an amazing episode packed with so many gems to help us build our personal brands in 2022 and beyond on social media and off social media. I'm so thankful for you, Katie, and all the tips that you provided today. Could you definitely let us know where can we find you online, more about your agency and what you offer in case anyone is listening and they need some PR help? Because I know that everyone is building a personal brand and we definitely need all the help that we can get. Thank you, Michelle. Honestly, your listeners are blessed to have you leading this mission with them and the content that you're serving. I took a look through the episodes that you have here, the guests that you're bringing on. This is the right advice at the right time. And um, I'm just so grateful to have been part of it. So thanks for having me. The best way to connect um, on social would be either through our agency pages, the Mic Drop Agency. You can find us on Instagram, um, on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. But Instagram and LinkedIn are my favorites, not going to lie. And uh, same thing with me. You can also find my personal page, uh, Katie, and my last name is Zepieri. It's spelled Z-E-P-P-I-E-R-I. Um, yeah, we're we're growing and building. We're representing some entrepreneurs, some small businesses, some startups, um, reality TV stars. We're really running the gamut, new authors, publishing books. Um, and we're just really passionate about continuing to work with people who we think are changing the world and doing exciting things and helping amplify their message. So if you're interested in learning more about what we do, if you want to book a discovery call, definitely any of those social channels are a great place to reach out, hit the connect button and uh, get in touch. Thank you so much, Katie. And we'll have all that information for you in the show notes. So you just click in the show notes and you'll be able to connect with Katie and her amazing agency. Thank you so much, Katie, for coming on the Social Media Decoded podcast and dropping all the amazing gems that you did today. It was such a treat. I had a blast. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in into today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one.